This is Tales of Swordfall. Episode 4, Stab Happy. Hello, I'm Paul. This is Tales of Swordfall. I'm the DM, and who am I with tonight? Hey, this is Camille, and I play Ray the Paladin. And this is Lucy. I play Taz Mockwell the Bard. This is Alex. I play Krakatur the Genasi Barbarian. This is Chris. I play Flea the Lizard Folk Fighter. And this is Tabby Tipsy Tail, and I play the Tabaxi Rogue slash Warlock. So last we left off, everybody was in the bathhouse, having a good time, healing up, having a short rest, one would say. And, you know, uh, the four to six hours go by. It's been really nice. You've had a great team building uh time and um what what happens next what's uh what is the next move for you guys i still uh i still need to go get that guy that was talking shit about my unit yep i believe we were going to hunt down captain nolander if that gets us closer to him i'm down now, Flea, uh, you want to kill this guy, or... Your guy or my guy? Your guy. No lander. My, guy, my guy's gonna die. Well, okay, you know... Okay. That was really easy. <laughs> you know, Flea, I like you. I'm not going to argue with you. I give you another flower. Oh, no. <laughs> Man... Just convincing everyone with flowers. I wish I could do that in real life. Just saying. Five charisma. Oh, yeah. And everybody else seems to be in agreement with the going off to the... Well, wherever these guys are supposed to be. Oh, yeah, we still have that cook. Yeah, you still have that cook. The cook's been behaving. He's just been, like, chilling next to the pool. Yeah. Oh, he missed their emotional moment. Yeah, he's he's just like he's lounging and like taking a drink. This is probably the best hostage situation now that he's ever been in. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't half bad, man. We may be kidnappers, but we're not rude. Uh, I am. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but he's probably gotten used to the threats of being eaten, so you know. Well, let's, let's go, then. Well, I guess I'll lead you to him. And he just kind of shrugs and gets up. And he uh, waits in the bar area as you guys all dress back up. It's all of our stuff there? Yes, all of your stuff is still there. Sweet. I give the lady watching it a couple gold tip. I'll give her two gold. Jesus. Uh, she looks extremely happy, and, you know, you guys have, well, at least, um, 
Stu has been, like, spreading his gold, like, you know, it's a wildfire in a dry forest, so, you know, they seem to be very happy. Uh, they kind of do the whole mock sadness of customer service that you, you guys are going, but really it's because you guys are taking your money away. Yeah. Uh, so I do the same, and I tip them, and then I, I also say to them, I thank you for watching after our possessions, mighty warrior ladies. And one of them gives you, like, a proper salute from your country. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> yeah, one of them gives you, like, a proper, like, warrior salute or whatever they do in your, uh, from your place of origin. Oh, well, Krakatur's kind of taken aback by this because, well, he wasn't expecting to see such a gesture. And he doesn't really know, like, he's, like, kind of, like, one of those hesitant, do I talk to her, do I not, I don't know. Then he kind of, like, returns the salute and then just kind of sheepishly walks out. Awesome. Uh, Tabby, you do Tabby you... grabs Snack. Come along, Snack. Let's go. It's been a wonderful time here. Don't get used to the treatment, though. You will not be receiving that in the future. <laughs> Winks. And then exits. Nice. Ray follows. Cool. You guys are out back in the streets on the in the entertainment district. Um, since now it's uh, well, it was morning. Now it's been like four to six hours. Well, it was actually afternoon. Yeah, so it's like approaching evening. Um, and since it's winter, you know the sun's slowly going down. The shadows are getting really long. The lights of the entertainment district are starting to like glow in their vibrant ways. Some of it's magic, some of it's just lanterns. Um, you can hear the music halls starting up and all the um, like bars starting to be full of people and life. And uh, you hear a sharp yell for help. Ah, oh, shit. Shall we go and see who is in need? Yeah, Mine as well. Uh, where did where did it come from? Um, everyone, give me a hmm, either a perception or a survival check. That's gonna be sir. Actually, oh hell yeah! <laughs> I'm equally bad at both of those things. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Flea sees the back of his eyelid. I just keep walking. <laughs> yeah, Flea just hears nothing. Well, is it Flea chooses not to hear? Or is it Flea just is taken up by the sights and the sounds? I think he's not very concerned with other people needing help. Flea, come on. <laughs> let's go. But there's food over here. I know, I know. Come on. Let's just, just check it out. So, okay. you guys can tell that um, the cry for help is happening not too far in the west, uh, in the west not too far away from the river. Uh, these happen to be places of a more colorful nature. You know, brothels and other places. Burlesque shows. And... We go towards it. Yeah. Uh, there's a woman standing there. She's all, like, glammed out and exotic bird feathers and uh she's just screaming for help human old young um let's see 
Uh, she looks like an elf. Um, I rush up to her. I stop about two feet away and say, Are you alright, ma'am? Uh, someone just came in and stabbed uh, one, of, one of the dancers. She looks really, really um, flustered. Stabbed a dancer? Uh, show me to them. Quick, yes, quick, quick, quick. I run, I run can inside. You, can you describe this cretin for me so I may hunt him down and show him justice? Uh, she's really flustered and she starts uh, rushing everyone inside. Uh, there's a troop of uh, elven women who are all just kind of dressed up like her. Um, you know, exotic feathers, like costume jewelry that's really shiny and there's one standing uh well, not standing lay on the floor and uh, somebody else's uh lap she's bleeding from her uh torso just profusely and um the woman who was screaming help uh starts describing the man uh you know mid-height horns uh might have been a tiefling might have not of course i run up to the woman and i Put my put my hands over the wounds and uh, the scar on my face that's on the left side of my face lights up and I give her I dump some hit points into her how many how many should like six I mean however many you want I mean we can just say you healed her so like story wise you heal her but mechanically you haven't used any points we can just say oh. that okay yeah I I, I heal her. How how is that? Is that better? Um, the woman who's laying down is like looks amazed because she thought she was gonna die for a moment, and uh, she just wraps her arms around you. I do that thing where you know when you're not expecting a hug and you kind of freeze and then you just gently like pat their back. But I still have her blood on my hand, so I'm like getting it on her dress again. Oh, sorry. It, it's okay. I was bleeding all over this, anyways. And uh, the woman continues to describe this tiefling. Uh, he was uh, blue with a long tail, had a tattoo on his neck, and was dressed in a fine suit. Does this description ring any bells? Um, give me a history check. Can I also? Yeah, anybody who has been living in the city for more than like... Two months <laughs> can give me a history check. <laughs> uh, it sounds sort of familiar to this one gambler who uh, kind of hangs out in the entertainment district and, you know, every so often gets shoved back into the mercenary district because this, you know, city does that. <laughs> I turn to the woman who was stabbed. I say, I don't, this is not your fault at all. I'm just curious, did he seem provoked? Did he seem mad? Seem mad? Did he seem out of his mind? Why did he stab you? Uh, the woman who's lying on the floor looks a little bewildered. I, I don't know. He shouted something almost incoherent and just leapt up and I guess I was the nearest to him. <clears throat> How long had he been here? Had he been here a few minutes? Uh, he he spent oh, a good 20 minutes here just enjoying himself, and then suddenly he just snapped. 
Sounds like the doings of a spirit similar to the mighty Kazu. Krakatur's stroking his chin in deep thought. Okay, Taz kneels next to the woman. Um, what's your name, dear? Alderia. Alderia, did you recognize this man? Have you ever seen him before? I'm gonna do a history check myself. Um, he... He sort of looks like a regular here who plays cards. It was just happened so fast. I don't. I. I'm not sure. Did you notice anything strange? Anything that could have set him off? I think he had. I think he had a new necklace. A necklace. Uh, do you Do you have any idea what it looked like? Uh, she shakes her head. All right. Well, thank you for your help. I. All right, you should probably get a very good night rest tonight. Drink a lot of water. Thank you. And she just hugs you again out of gratefulness. Oh, okay. Here you go. All right. (laughs) Uh, Excuse me, ma'am. Should we apprehend said villain? What would you like done to him? Um... I... I'm not sure. I mean, he certainly did stab and attack me, and he might have a bounty. If not, we can we can pay you for your services if you do. Oh, Sorry, I one last question. Does anybody else find it weird that the city guard is not upon us? A bit strange, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Adiria. Did it, did it seem random? Did he pick you at random, or did it look like he was targeting you? I'm I'm not sure. And just then, as soon as Tabby's like, oh, it's kind of weird the city guard hasn't shown up. Uh, there are two guardsmen who uh, like rush in, and they're looking about. What's what's happened here? You guys are slow. <laughs> this is what? a very busy place, and there's a lot of cries for help. What the mice? What my scaled friend is trying to say is that we have it under control, but I'm sure you would want to know who did this. They can, this fine young lady can describe to you the perpetrator, and we can be on our way. Tabby um, stealthily makes an exit, and she kind of taps Flea and Krakator on their shoulders and hints at the door. So the guards won't be alerted to them. Since they did cause that fire in the previous, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I follow attempting to be stealthy despite my Correct. size and, and girth. <laughs> I will try as well, but I've already talked to them, so. <laughs> I mean, uh, Flea, give me a stealth with disadvantage. Gracketeur, yeah. just give me some, uh, give me a stealth. Okay. Oh my god. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, Flea, you start to try to, like, leave sneakily. Um, If I see them starting to leave sneakily, I'm going to try and get the guards' attention more on on me and Alderia. Like, holding out my bloody hands. Look! Look what they did! Oh, uh, 
did you did you heal her? They say oh. as they focus on um, Ray instead of focusing on Flea. Yes, just just a little. It was a lot of damage, though. This man should be apprehended immediately. Uh, did you see the man? Did he leave the scene as you were coming in? I did not see them, but Elderia here, this young lady, like I said, can describe him for you. Yep, and uh, they start talking to uh, the women and uh, kind of ignore your group as they're collecting as much information as they can. I clean my hands off and I nod to Taz to let's go. I follow her up. Uh, so yeah, uh, Tabby, Krakatur, and Flea, you guys are like outside the door. Do you guys just kind of act natural or do you like hide away in an alley or... Act I'm natural. probably talking some. I'm probably talking to a passerby, to be honest. <laughs> uh, um, I'm acting "quote unquote" natural, which is like not very natural at all. <laughs> uh, in a in a quiet voice, I say, "So maybe we should go to the mercenary district to find this uh, tiefling, uh, perhaps, unless we should not pursue because, well, why? For honor's sake." <laughs> I would like to help her. It doesn't seem right, but we have our own mission right now. I mean, the cook isn't getting any younger. It is probably getting more tasty, but not younger. But you saw the responsorial time of these guards. If we had not showed up, said maiden would be dead. We should probably help her out. I definitely agree. I don't know if she'll even be I'm not comfortable leaving a possible murder roaming the streets. Another scream for help actually happens uh, up a couple blocks. By the spirits. Oh, right, yeah, go. Run towards it. Full sprint. Yep. I jump on crack. Me too. Back. And, uh, like, the cook kind of looks at Tabby. Right. I've got the cook. Oh, alright. He kind of looks at you guys. Should I just wait for you guys somewhere? Nope, I grab him and we're running. He he kind of sighs and runs with you. Hey, Mr. Cook, maybe you want to join our party. I'm just saying you get free free perks like bathhouse and foods and whorehouses, apparently. So, I mean, you might as well just join us. She said her name. And not being fed to flee. That is a very large perk. It's way better than you said on Irish. My, my name's Jerome Cook. That's Jerome. a funny name. Jerome? Yeah, yeah. Can can you spell that dungeon master for me? Like D R U M, like drum, drone, no, or like uh, drone with an M. Uh, drone with an M. Uh, J E R O M E. Oh, J. Yeah, actually, if you look, uh, there's a folder called NPCs, and I just kind of have a picture of him. Oh, oh his oh. name is Jerome. His last <laughs> name is. Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm so in love. This is amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, he ca just kind of rushes with you guys as you head north a couple blocks. And um, once again, it's another, like, it's another burlesque house. And a woman's, like, calling for the guards. And, um... Do we see the guy this time? Uh... Y'all give me uh, perception checks. Perception. 
Can I use my is it your inspiration? Is it for re-rolling or adding to the roll? Uh, giving you advantage on a roll. Okay, I'll keep my eighteen. Yeah, I mean uh, the eighteen's really good. Tabby, are you just not feeling this? I I don't know. Uh, there's no ancient artifacts. We have a cook. I. Uh... Yeah, the cook's just kind of like looking at everyone else, and you know, if if Ray lets lets go, he's just kind of hanging out with Tabby and just like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. We he's not leave. really good in it. We could leave the cook with our little friends wherever they got to. Yeah, you're. Oh, they stayed in the bathhouse. I don't know why. I think they were super dirty. Or, uh, you know, your little kobold was uh, <laughs> uh, getting a lot of attention. Thank you for listening to Tales of Swordfall. Please consider listening to these podcasts. Welcome to a special episode of Where the Wild Things Roll. My name is John and I will be your host and DM for this 5th edition actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast set in the world of Ravarna. This podcast might be a tad different from others you've listened to. The two players will be my 12-year-old son Kinnick and my 10-year-old daughter Kaylee as they learn to play D&D through their very first campaign. We will pick up with our adventurers as they finish their time at Paduk's Adventurers Guild as they take their practical exams in Dungeoneering, Magical Beasts, Weapons and Armor, Puzzle Solving, Diplomacy, History of the World, and Magical Cause and Effect before they are set out into the world. Can our two adventurers pass their classes and become full-fledged members of the Adventurers Guild? You'll have to tune in and find out next time on Where the Wild Things Roll. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe.